It is the NFL Divisional Round 2024 edition. But before we get to that, I just want to say this one, one thing. It's one thing. I dropped the album of the year. Yes, people, I am a music artist. I just dropped my album, Realize. Go check it out on YouTube exclusively. Hell yeah. Fresh out, baby. Yes. Yes, I I could count on y'all to listen, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Gotta right. check also, out. also check out Youngin in you over there. Noah hey. and Rudy over there. Got Woo. the visuals, got the Palm Springs desert in the oh, background. You guys got the music. Hey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we doing it, we doing it. But uh, today's episode is centered around the NFL divisional round. We got our matchups, four games on tap. Just like last week, we each going to focus in on one game at a time. And then all of us collectively is going to talk about the remaining game. So, real simple episode. And of course, we got to have some fun segments in between. But let's go ahead and get started. Divisional round. Korea, we haven't heard from you in a while. So, what game are you covering this week? So, this week, um, this weekend, I'll be covering the Chiefs and Bills divisional game. And um, they both have the same record. So, that's going to be a really good game to see. Um, as you guys know, the Bills just beat my Steelers, just knocked us out in the playoffs and the wild card. Uh, it's been pretty rough. But um, personally, for me, I am going to go for the Bills, um, even though they just beat my Steelers. Um, all that aside, I am going to go for the Bills because uh, personally, I have big respect for Josh Allen. Uh, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks. You know, I feel like they are hungry right now and they're doing really well. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting game to see um, Chiefs coming in Buffalo and, you know, pretty sure like the weather is going to be. Uh, it's probably going to be the same or similar to how it was this past weekend, you know, or week. But um, Bills, they have like some weapons. Um, they have like some good players on their team, as you guys know, and the Chiefs as well, you know. Um, but personally, I am going to be going for the Bills. Um, I feel like it's going to be a close game, but I feel like the Bills are going to take the win at the end of the day. But I think it is definitely going to be a close game. So, yeah. And, you know, the Chiefs, you know, obviously they they could, you know, come and upset the Bills. I mean. I always say this with games, but anything is possible. Um, but I do hope that the Bills win because, um, you know, the Bills, it would be nice to see them go further on into the playoffs. Um, it would be nice to see them in the championship. Uh, we'll just have to see. Um, the Chiefs, they've already had their runaround. You know, I, I want to see these other teams. I want to see what they have to bring. I want to see what the bills can do chiefs. I've already seen enough of them. So, you know, I just hmm. want to see these other teams have a chance. Hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna go for the bills. Okay. Let's go for the bills. Hmm. What's the number one thing in your estimation that the bills have to do to win the game? Cause you know, the chiefs are the defending champs. So they know, they know what they're doing. So what, what do you think the bills have to do in order to secure the win? Well, I feel like the Bills, they need to put pressure on Pat Mahomes. Um, and I do feel like, um, you know, they just need to stay on top of it. Um, you know, 
as you guys know, Stefan Diggs, you know, um, I think he's going to have a real good game. Um, and hopefully he could just like keep it going and everything like that. Um, and then you also have, uh, you know, Dalton Kincaid, he's a tight end. Um, he's also a pretty good weapon, um, you know, for the offense. Um, but I think they just need to just stay focused. They need to execute, uh, you know, they obviously they need to protect their quarterback. They need to protect Allen. And then they also need to put pressure on Mahomes as well. Um, so yeah, pretty much that's, uh, what I think they need to do for a secure win. All right. Korea is going for the Bills. Noah, who you got winning the game? Uh, this is a very tough decision, guys. Um, it's very, very tough for me to go against Patrick Mahomes, especially in the playoffs. Um, I got to go with the Bills by a slight at this one. Um, I think at home at Bills Mafia makes a huge difference, more than people think, um, especially with the Bills' momentum they have rolling in from last week and actually the last few weeks where they snuck in that uh, division winner. Um, yeah, I think they got something clicking, especially with them being banged up on defense, surprisingly. Um, then being able to stuff the run um, has been much better than I thought as, as of late. I thought that'd be a problem for them. But um, at the same time, though, I mean, it's Mahomes. Uh, Chiefs have their um, a lot more disadvantages um, compared to past years. Uh, I think they've really found something with Rasheed Rice being their number one receiver. Um, I do think their running game has stepped up too with Pacheco. Um, so that's going to be an interesting one to see. I think that they have the better defense, but I think overall the Bills will have um, the better um, game plan. And um, just I think they're going to execute to the, uh, that game in uh, Bills Mafia by barely. If they, if they win, I think it'll be barely by like three points. Something like, like one possession for sure. So that's what I think. Game. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed, but this is the first time oh. in the Pat Mahomes era that they going on the road in the playoff mm. game. Mm. The first time. That is insane. That's insane. I didn't know that. That's insane. Yeah. And like what a way to start off your road career by going to Bill's Mafia. Yeah. Right. Where they throwing snow in the stands. It's going to be a real good game. Ooh. Yeah, I like I like I told you, like I told you, Korea and Chad. I think this is gonna be the best game um, this oh, yeah. round. Real interesting matchup. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I I think it can go either way, but I'm going with the Bills too. I think they're the hotter team right now. They got yeah. all things clicking. Um, I'm still weary about the weapons um, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, maybe they're not quite ready yet for the moment. Travis Kelsey. Has been going down, even though he had 95 catches this year. I mean, that's still pretty damn good for you yeah. to fall off. So for you to fall off to 95 catches is like, Jeez. Oh, say something. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I just think the Bills are the the hotter team right now. Are they necessarily the better team? Probably not. But mm-hmm. they're just the hotter team. They playing real well. So I got the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can agree on something, Stacy. Yeah, yeah. All three of us agree. All right. Let's go on to the next game, which Noah has. Noah, which game are you covering? So I'm covering the Packers at the 49ers game. Um, 
49ers coming off a first round bye week. Uh, they're going to start their journey at home in Santa Clara with the Packers being uh, pulling off the biggest upset of wild card weekend last week. Um, I got the Niners winning this. I think they could win by 10 points. <laughs> um, I do think that the, I do see the Packers putting up like 20 points uh, or so um, if every if all else like goes well. Um I just think the Niners are the most complete team. They have better defense. They have better offense, um, better coaching. And, um, yeah, the home crowd, like I said, home crowds in playoffs to me are just so much more of an advantage compared to regular season games. And um, I just really think uh, the Niners, um, considering their last few games, kind of the one against Baltimore, I think they really wake up and say, hey, like it's go time. So um, I for that for those reasons, I think the Niners will win this one. Yeah, ask you this. If an upset were to happen, Packers beat the 49ers, um, what would the Packers have done in that game? Oh, the Packers have done? Um, yeah, what the Packers have done? Passing game elite. Like, I mm-hmm. think I think the passing game had to be on 10. Um, Jordan Love had to just throw seeds every other pass. Like, I think that's, like, their main advantage uh, as far as offense is uh, passing ball. Aaron Jones had a great game last week. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think the, the Niners are much better at stuffing the run than compared to, like, uh, preventing pass. Um, so, yeah, I think um, using that. And then, like, uh, also defense. Like, defense would have to be absolutely, like, lock, like, on lock. So, I think those would be the two things, mainly. Okay, all right. Korea, um, who you got winning this game, Packers or 49ers? I'm going to be honest, but I thought about this, and I'm going to have to say the Packers. Oh, shit. I see an upset coming, another upset. Mm. The Packers, you know, they as you guys saw, you know, they just beat the Cowboys in the wild card. And I had a feeling that that was going to happen. I don't know if you guys remember in the chat, but I was telling Noah about that personally, that I had a feeling like they were going to upset, they were going to pull an upset on the Cowboys. Um, But I I do feel like the Packers, um, even though they have like a 10 and 8 record right now, I do feel like they could do something um, I do feel like, you know, if anything, this I could see this game being a close one too. If the Packers do pull an upset, um, I know the Niners are like they are looking good this season, and I I know you know they are they were in the regular season they were like you know pretty solid you know offense defense uh offensive line was pretty impressive, um but. Um, I, I say the Packers personally, um, shout out to Mike. Um, but I feel like the Packers could win as you guys know, like Jordan love, uh, he completed 16 of 21 pass attempts for 20, um, sorry, excuse me for 272 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, and so, um, basically that guy, he's young. He's still got a lot of uh, energy in him. He's younger than me. He's 25. Um, and he's thrown like 21 uh, touchdown passes. And he's only had one interception over his last, um, you know, nine, whatever you want to say. 
But um, but basically, um, I feel like the Packers could win this game. Um, I feel like they're you know they're gonna be going to play this uh, the Niners at home. So you know they're facing the Niners at their house. Um, but I I do feel like the Packers could pull another upset. All right. I think the game is going to be closer than what people think. Yeah. Because the Packers are, they, they riding their wave right now. They got everything going and they believe in themselves. I think they believe that they can beat the 49ers. Unfortunately for this show, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the 49ers is going to win. I think versus the Cowboys, the 49ers definitely have the better coach. Definitely can make more in-game adjustments. Um, they have Brock, Brock Purdy healthy this time around. You know, this is the easiest path for them to get back to the Super Bowl. There's literally nobody, whoever said that the Eagles or the Cowboys might give them a fight, that both of those teams are gone. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, this is hey, <laughs> hey, this is your time for you. This is it right here, and it starts with yeah. the Packers. Starts mm-hmm. with the Packers, but I think the 49ers going to win. Yeah, and then I really like how Jordan Love looked in this last game. I mean, I've been I've been liking Jordan Love since, like, week 10, uh, ever since he <laughs> got out of that slump. But, um, yeah, dude, I really was impressed by, like, how uh, confident they were, too, um, in that last game. So I think that really helps them uh, go into this game uh, with that underdog mentality still. Right, right. All right, and – and the game that I'm covering is the Lions versus the Buccaneers. All right. Oh let me start. Let me start with the uh, Buccaneers. Um, they got to hold on to the ball. I'm talking about the wide right receiver core. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he had a good game, but his completion percentage suffered because there was a lot of drops. Uh, Mike Evans had less than five catches. Chris Godwin had less than five catches. Those guys got to step up uh, this round. Now, the advantage they do have is the Lions secondary is kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shaky. You know, once you get past that front eight, you can dice them up. Uh, but they got to hold on to the ball at the same time. Even Cade Iden, who was their leading receiver in that game versus the Eagles, had eight catches, dropped like four passes too. So got to hold on to the ball. Uh, try to run the ball with Rashad White. Now, Buccaneers, they've been terrible this year as far as running the ball. But like I said before, when you reach the playoff, you still got to try to run. You still got to get those yards in chunks, you know, um, hit them hard. Then go off the top in the passing game. Um, the Lions do have a good front eight, but this is also a defense that you can bend towards your will. So, Buccaneers, wide receivers, tight end, hold on to the ball. And, of course, Baker Mayfield's going to make those plays. He's going to, you know, get the ball downfield. Defensively, the Buccaneers versus the Rams are coming in with with an experienced defense. You know, they got Jamel Dean, Levante David, and those guys who've been there, done that, been to Super Bowl with Tom Brady, won it. you know, they're going to have to ride the, the veteran leadership on their defense. Now, for the Lions, like I said, the secondary can be exposed. You know, the secondary has to be on lock. You're going against a Hall of Fame wide receiver, even though he's vastly underrated. 
a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Mike Evans. You got the speedster and Chris Godwin. They had a couple other receivers who was making plays too versus the Eagles. And then you got Rashad White who can catch the ball out the backfield. So the Lions secondary definitely going to have to be on point and actually make tackles and not injure no more tight ends. Hmm. Now, I know y'all saw that, right? Yeah, Going for the legs. Filthy. I know you saw that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking filthy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> right. Come on, uh, Tyler Higby. You know, um, hopefully he can uh, have a speedy recovery. And then on offense, um, I need to see the Lions run the ball a little bit more effectively. They have uh, two good running backs. We talked about this last week. They got two good running backs. It's going to make things easier for uh, Jared Goff, who, you know, he had a great game versus the Rams. But like I said before, you're going against an experienced defense here. Even though they're not the same, going against experience nonetheless with the Buccaneers. So running the ball with those two running backs, especially Montgomery, who can give you those tough yards, definitely is going to be vital in this game. As far as my winner, I got to roll with the Lions. Got to roll with the Lions. They're back at home. You know, the hype is there. The hype is real. We all saw it last week when they went against the Rams. They back for another round. Uh, this is, you know, an easy opponent versus what I think they was going to have to deal, deal with with the, uh, the Eagles. Uh, I think they can win by 10, at least by 10, if they do everything correctly. The Buccaneers, they're not no punks. They're not just going to roll over. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Lions in this game to make it to their NFC Championship game. <laughs> oh, what you guys think, Korea? So... Stacey, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going for the Lions. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the Lions as well. Um, honestly, I'm so proud of the Lions. You know, um, yeah. being a Steelers fan, I am proud of them. You know, I feel like they've came a long way, and it's been so many years, like 32 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. They've even came this far. So, you know, they ought to be real proud of themselves for, you know, making it to the playoffs and coming this far and everything like that. Um, the Buccaneers, you know, they had a good game against the Eagles last week. I mean, you know, they really, uh, <laughs> they really showed them up and, you know, um, I wasn't surprised personally about that game either. I wasn't surprised that they were going to beat the Eagles um, as well just because I feel like the Buccaneers, you know, the Eagles, you know, it was all this hype and, you know, and it was like, I just feel like last season, you know, they made it, they went far. And this season it was like, you know, they, they just Super had their- Super Bowl up- loser curse. Right. Super Bowl loser curse. It's real. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. And so basically they just, you know, they they didn't make it this far, you know, they just got knocked out in the wild card, you know? And a lot of the Eagle fans are bummed out, sad, whatever. But on another note, you know, I feel like uh, the Lions, um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember the week six game against the Bucks, but they they mm. beat them um, in week six. And um, that was a good matchup. That was a pretty good game week six, you know, the Lions and Bucks game. Um, and that game was, I think that game was also a short game. It was a, a close game. My bad. It was a close game as well. Um, but I feel like for this weekend, I can see it being, um, sort of a close game, but not too, too close. Um, so basically similar to what Stacy said, um, 
But I, I do feel like the Lions are going to win this game. I feel like they have a lot of potential. They look pretty solid. Um, I agree with Stacey. They do need a little bit of help when it comes to the offense, you know, with the running and everything like that. But for the most part, I, I'm i impressed with the Lions, and I'm proud of them. And, you know, um, you know, I would I would like to see them win a Super Bowl. Right, Noah, who you have winning, Lions or Buccaneers? Uh, we're going to make this a hat trick because I have the Lions too. Um, hmm. Sure, the Buccaneers have more experience, but I think the Lions have more talent. Um, I think that the home field is still amped up and the city of Detroit's on their on the edge of their seat for this one. Um, I think the Lions uh, are just going to take advantage of another home game. Um, they got the momentum flowing their way. Everything's clicking. Um, they did have a close one um, from the Rams game last week. I'm not going to say it was like, oh, my gosh, performance from them. But, um, yeah, their run game could be more effective, like you mentioned earlier, Stacey. Um, with that, with, with the Lions O-line being a top five O-line, they, they need to make that happen. Um, I think they have that to their advantage. The Bucks definitely have their web, offensive weapons uh, that they're going to put to work for sure. Mike Evans, Rashad White, uh, Godwin, K-Dot, and all them. Um, just that the O line really irks me. Uh, as far it really worries me as far as like how things are going to go for them offensively because there's there's some Swiss cheese in that O line. Um, and then the the defense has been solid. They've been they've been doing holding their own um, a good amount of the season. I've been seeing them put in some work. Uh, but I, I honestly forgot that they played each other uh, earlier this season, and that was a that was one of the first games I've uh, seen this year where Jared Goff went on the road and actually did good. So um, for him to have this one at home, say, okay, we're at home this time, All right? We got we got the crowd with us. We got divisional playoffs. We got all this like we got all this lineup for us. We got we got to take this W. So uh, I think they're gonna really uh, whip up things into shape and uh, get the W. All right, cool. Let's go on to our segment. It's just a simple segment called Agree or Disagree. I'm going to read out a statement out loud. You're going to agree with it. You're going to disagree with it. No neutral. You can't be in the middle. You got to choose one yes. or the other. Yes. <laughs> yes. Put y'all on the spot. Put y'all on the spot. All right, here we go. Statement number one. Reports have surfaced that Jerry Jones is going to keep Mike McCarthy as the head coach for the 2024 season. You guys agree with that move or disagree with that move? Highly disagree. Mm, highly. Oh, mm. highly. <laughs> yeah, it's just you see, you see Mike McCarthy's track record. He only has yeah. one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Like, for one. Second, he what, what did he say to Kellen Moore before he got let before he got let go from the Cowboys? He said that Kellen Moore was gonna. He said he let go of Kelmore because he oh because he wanted to pass more. Well, McCarthy, assuming that he wanted he likes to run in his past years, didn't do that this year. And he's just passed more and didn't really use Tony Pollard as much as I thought it'd be. I thought Tony Pollard was gonna have a bigger role in that offense, but uh, I, I I disagree with that. I think he has to go at the very least for the Cowboys. Mm. Career. I, sorry. I would disagree as well, because I feel like they have this problem with like, you know, the Cowboys, they just, you know, like when it comes to the playoffs, you know, they just, they don't, <laughs> it's been, let's just put it this way, it's been a long time since they've made it all the way in, but they only make it to like the wild card and then that's it. 
or it's like similar to the Steelers, you know. But I would I would disagree as well. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree too. <laughs> Just he took over the offensive play calling, and then there's no big changes at all. But I mean, if he stay around, I don't know how it's gonna go because I don't think Tony Pollard is gonna return, and I don't think that Prescott is gonna return. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to, you know, start that thing over. I feel like it's gonna be either one or just one of each from both. Like either McCarthy is gone or one of those two is gone or both of them. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I will say if he, if you know that holds true, 2024 it's gonna be his last year as a Cowboy head yeah. coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be at least. Yeah, we'll see what happens about that. All right, number two, statement number two. Despite what he said, the Bears should draft Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick. Agree or disagree? No, I do not agree with that. Um, <laughs> I think if the Bears are smart, they trade that first overall pick for more picks. There are, I think, I believe the Titans, the Falcons, and the some other team is in five, six, and seven. They all need quarterbacks. Uh, the Patriots are right there at three. I think they work something out with some of those teams in those top ten and get more picks for that. All right, career. Um, I would disagree just because I feel like, you know, basically similar to like what Noah said, I feel like these other teams, there's some other teams that are more in need for like the quarterback situation. Um, and I feel like the Bears, like, I just feel like I don't see Caleb Williams being in that team. I just, I don't really see that, honestly. I don't see like the possibility of it. I just feel like... Um, you know, there's just other teams out there that they're in more desperate need of having like a quarterback, quarterback situation, like that whole thing. So I would disagree. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely disagreeing with that. I think it'd be foolish on their part if they do that. I think, like Noah said, they should definitely trade. There's a lot more teams that are desperate for a quarterback and they're going to need that, um, Continue to work with Justin Fields. I believe in Justin Fields. I think he can do something next year. Have a bounce back year, so to speak. But mm-hmm. no, nah, don't don't draft Caleb Williams. Do yeah, not I, draft. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Justin Fields is good enough to build around if they keep building around him. Like, yeah, and still very young too. Like you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there you go. You know, mm-hmm. gotta give him some time. All right, statement number three. This got something to do oh, with God. the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> and I want y'all to agree with this. Puka Nakua is rookie of the year. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree Come with on, that. Noah. Give me an agree. Give me an agreeance, Noah. Oh, as much as I want to say yes. Don't you say CJ Stroud. Oh, oh. Don't you say CJ Stroud. You better not say it. I'm sorry. I gotta give it to oh, no. I'm sorry. I really love Fukuda Nakua, dude. I really do. I, if, I, if there's a co like offensive rookie of the year award, that's him. Oh like, uh, no, no, he's clear. Did you see? Y'all know you saw that game. One hundred eighty-one <laughs> yards catching. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is elite, man. Uh, I know it's just it's tough. I. It's like fifty-one forty-nine for me, man. Oh, like it's CJ, dude. The, the fact that CJ's bringing like a bottom two team up to a divisional round now, and I just think that's 
Very, very impactful, especially Better if it's a quarterback. <laughs> if especially if it's a quarterback and it's like he, he he's like I think he like has the he's the fifth rookie in NFL history to like have what five thousand yards in his rookie year. Something like that, something crazy. But um I gotta give it to CJ by by a slight. Maria, thank you very much for your support and yeah. I appreciate you being on this yeah, show. The Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, then. Yeah, you know TJ Watt is. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, mm. he's important. Very important. Mm. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Let's go ahead and talk about the last game of the divisional round. Speaking of CJ Stroud, he's leading the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens, who is the number one overall seed. In the AFC. So, let's break down this matchup. What's going to happen? Who's going to win? Korea, what you got for the Texans and Ravens? I know the Ravens. This is actually going to be another good game. I feel like this game is going to be um, close to being good as the Bills and Chiefs game, in my opinion. Um, but I feel like... Um, as you guys know, the Ravens, they've done pretty solid this year. Um, oh my goodness, like the Ravens are, ooh, they are hungry. Um, I don't know what it is, but their defense, to me, their defense is really good. Um, they have like a pretty good solid defense. Um, and yeah, I'm just I'm pretty impressed with the Ravens, you know, right whole rivalry thing. They're in my division. But, you know, um, this season I've been pretty impressed with them. Texans, I'm pretty proud of them as well. Um, this season really just really just turned out to be one hell of a season, honestly, for some of these teams. Um, teams that I didn't even think were going to make it to the playoffs this season, this year. Mm -hmm. um, the Texans, they're, they're doing um, brilliant as, you know – Stacey and Noah mentioned earlier, um, the Texans are doing really good, um, you know, and CJ Stroud, um, honestly, he deserves a round of applause for everything he's been doing with the offense, offensive line and everything like that. Um, but this one was tough for me, honestly, to choose. Um, <laughs> this game is going to be at M&T Bank. This game is going to be in Baltimore. But and you know how these games go when you play in Baltimore, these games like who like when you play the Ravens in Baltimore, you don't want to be messing around. You know what I mean? But I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go with the Texans on this. What? Not because hmm. not because oh. not because yeah, not because I don't like the Ravens, but honestly, it's just because I feel like. The Texans, like, I don't know. I just, it's kind of like similar how I feel about the Packers, uh, Packers and Niners game. I just feel like the Texans, um, you know, like, they've had a good season. And I know, like, the Ravens, they have, you know, they may have better coaching. They may have better, like, you know, better, like, defense, whatever the case. But I just, I feel like, the the sorry i feel like the texans i feel like they could win this game and you know it's going to be really good game it's going to be really competitive 
If anything, this game will be close. If the Ravens end up winning, I feel like they could probably um, – I wouldn't say it would be a blowout game, but I just feel like the Ravens, they could probably, like, you know, shut the Texans down if they do pull a win. But honestly, I see the Texans – I just want the Texans to win this game. Um, and, you know, like, C.J. Stroud, as you guys know, uh, he has a lot of passing yards, and that's, like, the eighth best in the league. 23 touchdowns against five interceptions and completing 63.9 of his attempts. That That's like really good. That's impressive. And also for being a rookie, being the, like who he is, is just very impressive. You see Nico Collins as well, Devin Singletary, uh, Dalton Schultz. They're going to have a real good game on offense. Defense, they have Jonathan Greenyard, Blake Clashman. I think that they're going to come out. So, yeah, I, I have the Texans. I'm sorry, sue me, but I have the Texans winning this game. I want them to win this game because, yeah, I don't want the Ra- – I just don't want – I don't want to see the Ravens. I don't want to see the Ravens. People are saying Ravens and Niners Super Bowl, but we had that Super Bowl like 10 years ago or so. And I, I just – I want to see something else. I want to see these these other teams that haven't been in so long. You know what I mean? Or – haven't even been to a Super Bowl before. So sound like it sounds like Korea won a Lions Texans Super Bowl. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Low key, I do. I, oh, I would the Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl, but they're out now. So mm. I had yeah. to change, you know, my way of thinking a little bit. Yeah. Oh, all right. Texans, Texans. Man. <laughs> Noah, what you got for this game? How you see it playing out? Yeah, I think this will be a good game, too. I think this will be closer than uh, everyone uh, anticipates, too. But you're going to have to sue me again because I am using a night upset on the Texans. I think they win this Whoa. game. Oh, yeah. Before you go into that, you know what I think? Huh. I think there's some saltiness between because both of y'all are Steelers fans. Hey, and I know you really say that. See, y'all was, I know y'all was at home celebrating. <laughs> yeah, look at the Browns. The Browns suck. And oh, all this stuff. That's true. Now that's y'all true. want to see the Ravens <laughs> bow out. I, I, this, is what, this is what I think. I think it's just that AFC North hatred. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't lie. I can't lie. That's, there's still <laughs> I mean, that in me. Part of it. I, I'd be lying. I'm going to say no, right? But no, in all seriousness, though, like, I have complete faith in CJ Stroud. Like, I would take him over Lamar in my team. Like, if you gave me the chance. Hot take, but fuck it. I, I have complete <laughs> faith in him. Um, I think they're coming in hot right now from their win in Houston, uh, especially what they got going. That team has a very good bondage with each other, too. I've heard a lot in the clubhouse that they're great. Um, I don't know. I just I, – something about me doesn't really sell – I'm not really sold on Lamar in the playoffs just yet. I need, still need to see him, like, win more in the playoffs. But um, I might be tripping a bit, but I don't know. I, I just, my gut's telling me that they're they're not going to make it easy for the Ravens. Um, I think if the Texans like beat the Ravens, I think they could like potentially go all the way, like some crazy. Too. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I've been thinking like all day. Like I like whoa, if the Ravens really lose to the Texans, the Texans could actually take this. So like that's how I say. I think the offense is very, is very much more explosive than I thought. Their O line is great. Um, I know they don't have Tank Dell. They've been rolling without Damien Pierce for a while. Uh, but, hey, I mean, it seems to be working out for what they've got right now. 
Ravens do seem to have Mark Andrews back. Um, they're going to have him and Isaiah likely back, so that's definitely a plus for them. Uh, the run game, we'll see how that goes. That's a bit questionable still. Um, both defenses are solid. Ravens have a better defense, obviously, but but uh, I think the Texans' defense has been really surprising me lately, um, especially with how much pressure they've been putting on the QBs. So um, with that, I think that the Texans win a close win in Baltimore. Mm. Mm, all right. I do want to say this. Um, they played the very first regular season game against each other in which mm-hmm. the Ravens won 25 to 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the key to the game for me for the Texans, you got to take advantage of your red zone opportunities. You know, last time you played this team, you only came away with nine points, which tells me you had three field goals. Uh when you get down there, you got to score. Look, there's this Ravens defense is great, especially they got uh, Roquan, Roquan Smith, their linebacker, and Patrick Queen. Those guys are the two best linebackers in the league. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to – it's not going to be an easy day for you. Uh, they're going to game plan on Nico Collins, who is their last man standing in the wide receiver category. You know, unfortunately, they've been facing injuries right there. Um the running game got to be there. Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce, I counted him out a long time ago. Hmm. Just not working out for him there. And then, you know, C.J. Stroud, you know, <laughs> you're going against another fantastic defense in Baltimore. Uh, but like you said, Noah, Lamar Jackson has to be great, especially passing the ball. He's been a little uh, faulty in the playoffs. I remember a long time ago when um, – they went against the Titans, and I picked – I think I picked the Titans to – no, I, I picked the Ravens to win. But I said if the Titans was going to win, they was going to make Lamar Jackson throw the ball a whole bunch of times. Lamar Jackson had 56 attempts in that game and only completed 36. So that's got to be kind of the same formula. Texas going to have – the Texans have a great defense within their own rights. But, you know, Lamar Jackson has to – Hit, make strides in that passing game. The wide receiver core for the Ravens is, uh, you know, yeah. got Zay Flowers, who, yeah. you know, rookie. Odell's not the Odell that we used to seeing. You know, he gets two or three catches, and we don't hear from him the rest of the game. Um, Mark Andrews will be key, but he's working his way back from a major injury. I like the, I like how he, he's building camaraderie with Isaiah Likely, who's. Every time I see him play, he always come up with a clutch catch. He's good. He always, yeah, he he is good. He is good. And oh. then for the you know they gotta somebody else gotta run that damn ball. <laughs> like, it can't be Lamar Jackson all the time. They gonna have, right. this is the playoffs here. They gonna have a game plan for that. See, that's why the Ravens been getting eliminated time and time again. <laughs> after, you know, early in the playoffs because somebody else got to do something in that run game. And you look at the stats, Lamar Jackson in that first game against the Texans had 38 rushing yards, and that led the team. <laughs> that can't happen. No, that, can't. that cannot happen. But as far as the winner, I think just like what I said about the 49ers, the Ravens know that it is time. It is time. They have to reach the Super Bowl. You know, it's a lot of pressure that is on them. I mean, they got a tougher path. You know, you got to go against either the Bills or the Chiefs, and that's not going to be easy. But they have finally the team to do it. 
as long as that wide receivers make, you know, great plays in the passing game. I'm going with the Ravens. I think it's going to be a little bit close, but I could also see the Ravens pulling away in the second half. I think their defense is going to get after C.J. Stroud and make it tough for them. Um, in the first game, they did have five sacks hmm. on C.J. Stroud for 46 yards. Damn. So that's like a nine-yard loss per sack. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, C.J. Stroud is much better now. Yeah. You know, he's made improvements, but yeah. I'm going with the Ravens. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> oh, man. But if the Texans win, y'all too. I, That's going to be big. I'm, whenever, whenever I get on, whenever I get on DraftKings or something, I'm asking y'all what's, you know, what what's y'all like? do. <laughs> I'm asking y'all what should we do. Gosh, All right. Gosh. All right. To end the show, let's introduce another segment. Just called Last Call. This is basically what we're going to say, what's been on our minds, you know, that we want to get out there real quick. NFL edition. So anything about the NFL that's on your mind, bring it up. Let's see what you got. What you got, somebody? I got it. Let's go. So Patriots new head coach, Jared Mayo. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's, um, first of all, it's nice that we have another coach of color that's in the league um yes. i admire that it's amazing i love it love to see it mm-hmm. um you know and i think the patriots are gonna be all right with him um i'm actually uh curious to see how he's gonna pan out this whole team um but i'm curious to see how everything's gonna go with that next season and um you know he uh he did have a like a little press conference. I think it was today or yesterday, and vaguely heard some of the things he said. But um, I I do feel like he would be a good fit for the team, um, you know, coaching wise. And um, you know, Bill Belichick is gone, and you know, I'm just wondering what team's gonna pick him up because he is you know a little up there now in age, and you know, he was with the Patriots pretty much like most of his career, you know, and I don't know what team's going to want to pick him up, but pretty sure there's a team out there. Um, And then there's also Pete Carroll, you know, Pete Carroll's gone, um, you know, and, uh, you know, he was also with the Seahawks for some time too. And, you know, great chemistry with that team and everything like that. Um, So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do there for head coaching and, also heard about there's speculation going around that uh one of the harbaugh harbaugh brothers sorry is uh john harbaugh he's gonna be going to uh the chargers possibly for the head coach position so we'll see how that goes and also the raiders for their head coach position they're trying to figure out if they want to keep antonio pierce in there um pierce in there excuse me so they're trying to figure out if they want to keep him you know, um, where he's at or, you know, so the Raiders, they're trying to figure out what to do there. But um, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to how that's going to pan out during the offseason. And also for my boys, for the Steelers, uh, I know Noah and I were talking about this, but just hopefully we can get the whole quarterback situation sorted out because that whole thing is, you know, a mess right now. And 
I do hope that we release Mitch in the offseason um, because he's terrible. And I just I just don't think that he blends with the Steelers chemistry that well. Um, but I just I just hope that uh, Mason Rudolph, I hope that he keeps playing well this next season. You know, I hope that he comes out and, you know, he does what he can do as backup. And also Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do his third year with the Steelers coming up. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring too to the offense. And I think it's going to be a real good year for the Steelers. We're, we're uh, rebuilding right now. So hopefully, you know, um, this next season, we make some, you know, changes and improvement and Hopefully we can make it to the playoffs again and go all the way to the divisional and possibly to the championship round too. So that's what I hope. And, you know, but that's, that's what I can say about the NFL had a lot to say about that. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, Noah, what's on your mind? Last call. Oh, what's on my mind? Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, where's he going to go? Oh, Top God. three agent quarterback this next year in this off season. Where's he going to go? Uh, there's uh, at least a handful of teams that I think would be interested to name a few uh, would be the Steelers, Falcons, um, maybe Titans. I don't know about that one as much, but um, I just don't see him being a Viking anymore after this, um, the big contract that he just, they just gave him. Um, I think they move on from him. Um, personally, I just think it'd be better for Kirk also to be on a, a better team. Um, I, I want to see Kirk, uh, I was telling Korea this earlier, I want to see Kirk on a team with a good defense because he's never had a good defense to back him up. So that's one thing I give Kirk. He was bowling up this year without JJ, the best receiver in the league. And I really think if you get him on a team with a, a couple few, a couple solid weapons and a solid defense with a good coach, I think he could make some noise. Um, that's just to name one thing. Um, the other thing would be, uh, I'm looking forward to the Aaron Rodgers situation. Uh, I know. I feel like that's been um, not a lot really talked about um, lately. How long will he last? Is he going to last one year, two years? How much, depending on how much they paid him this last contract they just gave him on the freaking hard knocks here. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that's going to pan out with the Jets. Um, is he going to make one last push to win a championship with the Jets? So we'll see how that all goes. I'm really looking forward to that. And then, uh, as every year, uh, I'm also looking forward to the new hard knocks team. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right man i want to take this back to head coaching um it's one team that i'm not you know i'm not a fan of theirs you know i watch the game you know watch the nfl i'm not a fan of theirs but you know even they get on my damn nerves of how they hire a head coach raiders please do the goddamn right thing and hire antonio <laughs> pierce as a head coach you go. I don't go nowhere else don't not go nowhere else. You made a mistake with John Gruden. You got, I don't know why the hell they hired Josh McDaniels. I don't know why the hell they would do Great. that. And they went, both of them went left. Both of them went terrible. Mm. The players love Antonio Pierce. I know y'all seen his, um, you know, post-game speeches, his pre-game speeches and everything. The players are, they have his back. And he has those guys, he had those guys playing well towards the end. Raiders. Raiders. Do the right thing. Hire Antonio Pierce. He's the right man for the job. You can probably end up going to the playoffs under his tutelage. That's all I got to say. But 
I agree with that, honestly, because I feel like they, like the Raiders, they should just keep him as head coach because I feel like if they let him go, they're just going to make a mistake once again. Because the Raiders, they have they have a history of like, you know, like you said, Stacey, they do have a history of like coaching, like, you know, and they have they don't seem to like make it to the playoffs. They have like this issue when it comes to like coaching and then their organization and stuff like that. So hopefully they do the right move. And yeah. Hmm. I, I want to yeah. add on to something real quick there. I know I was talking to my boy Hamilton with this earlier, like a while ago. And we were saying like, we think that the best coach that the Raiders have had the last five seasons was Rich Passage. you guys remember him in 2021? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Special teams. Yeah. Like special teams. Yeah, he was. I think he was the best coach they've had to this day. Yeah, he Cooper. had them players. He they, he had them playing well, and I was like, all right, he gonna get the job. I think yeah. he was like five and two or something like that. Yeah. yeah, dude, he made play. He took him to the playoffs when they lost Henry Ruggs that same year. It's like, yeah. dog, what, how do you yeah. not keep that guy? Like, that's, that's yeah, insane I, to me. I don't know. But I don't I, know. Antonio Pierce does seem like a good clubhouse guy too. It seems like players really like his company. Um, he's done a good job with uh, the remainder of the season uh, when he's had to fill in that interim spot. So, yeah, we'll see how the Raiders uh, handle this one. That was it. Oh, and uh, one more thing, one more thing before I wrap this up. Puka Nukua is the rookie up oh. here. Hi. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> salt on my wound, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every Don't time. But, <laughs> but that was the end of SOS Stacy on Sports. NFL Divisional Round 2024. Once again, I was joined by Noah Yerudia and Korea Lewis. Follow us on X on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, we are now eight episodes away from the Big 100. We're going to have something special to uh, celebrate that milestone. But until next time, we're signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.